question you can just say pass at what age do you want to retire uh, 40 what's your favorite mobile app and no idea i have so many <laughs> how long does it take you to get ready in the mornings an hour or so most embarrassing moment of your life um actually a couple of every time i'm getting into the middle and riding in the wrong way Mountains or beaches? Both. What's the most useful mobile feature you can't live without? Google Maps. Favorite color? Magenta. What time of day are you most inspired? Um, all the day. How many hours of sleep can you survive on? Oh, pretty long, at least eight hours. Right there. Fill in the blank, an upcoming technology trend is blank. An upcoming tech trend is for sure a web three. The city in which the best kiss of your life happened. My hometown. <laughs> okay. Android or Apple? Apple. The biggest mistake of your career. I said no to some interesting opportunities. How do you relax? Um sports. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Actually none. A habit of yours that you hate. Actually, nothing. I like myself. <laughs> the most valuable skill you've learned in life. Digesting information. Cities or countrysides? And now countrysides. The last one is your favorite Netflix show. Um, oh, yes. Um, inside um, um, Bill Gates' brain, I guess it was, yes. Okay. Uh, so let's go into longer questions. You can answer with as much ease as you like. Um, how do you prioritize which Web3 and blockchain initiatives to pursue? And what factors do you consider in making those decisions? I mean, so very easy. Since, since we're a telco, we're trying to figure out, um, trying to look very close into it. What are use cases that are also relevant from a telco point of view? And we started pretty early in, in blockchain. We looked into um, private blockchains and public blockchains, figured out after a while public, uh, private blockchains won't do it really for us from a business point of view, but uh, public for sure. And so we went into, into staking, something that we can utilize for our own infrastructure and figured out this is something uh, we want to engage with further. And which one do you personally find the most exciting? Of course, uh, the public space. Um, yeah. Okay. So you've mentioned the importance of collaboration and knowledge exchange among different industries and strategy units. How do you see this playing out in the current business landscape? I guess this is really important um, that you collaborate across uh, different industries, um, specifically in emerging technologies like Web3. Um, we as techos won't have the answer for everything and specifically needs will change. And to some extent, we need to learn, let's say, from smaller startups, um, companies that are engaging already in this ecosystem to learn from each other and figure out, hey, if we team uh, together, what can we do? How can we change, let's say, some of our business behaviors and um, create new businesses and do something really valuable for the users? So that's why inter-company exchanges really need it. And what are some of the exciting startups that are out there right now, you think? Well, there are a couple we're engaging with. Um, 
Celo blockchain uh, for sure. Um, there's a, there's a couple of one that come out that comes this later on. ClearX, for example, a company was also strategically invested in. Same with Celo, um, Ponto. Though there are a lot, there are a lot. Mento, for example, how to do stable coins, um, and in, in, in such an easy way. So there is a lot of interesting stuff coming up. So how do you ensure that the Web3 and blockchain initiatives you manage align with Deutsche Telekom's overall, overall business strategy and objectives? Oh, very good question. I mean, I guess this is key that they need to align. Um, so it would be super tough to do something that is not in our scope or not some of our strategy at all. But if you look into the topic of blockchain, specifically the infrastructure side, we as telcos build infrastructure since, since, since decades. And in actually in Web3, it's the same thing. You rely on infrastructure um, so therefore, everything we do has, uh, to some extent, an infrastructure focus. And um, we also look into B2B related topics, B2C related topics. So this is pretty much close to also our strategy that we have. And how do you nego do these negotiations with the infrastructure team? Um, so we, we did, I mean, actually, they came to us and said, hey, we have something interesting. Can we look into this one? Um, and to some extent, since we're very active in staking ISDT, for us, this is just another workload and on the cloud. And therefore, it fits perfectly. Uh, can you walk me through a specific example of how you use data analysis to identify a trend or opportunity within the Web3 and blockchain ecosystem? So data analysis is, is really important. In order to identify trends, you, we somehow need to look into trends, monitor trends, and also create and figure out what's the impact of the trend for us as an industry and how to deal with this one. So, so therefore, we definitely use a lot of analysis and then create, let's say, action items. What does it mean for us? How can we engage and um, trigger real actions out of this one? For example, our whole Web3 um, initiatives that we're doing, specifically on the staking side, on the blockchain side, came out because we were monitoring the trends in the industry very carefully. Can you provide an example of how you have leveraged distributed ledger technologies to improve a core uh, telco topic, such as communications or IP networks? Well, there's a couple. I mean, I mentioned before that we are engaging, for example, in the, in the Celo ecosystem, uh, the Celo blockchain, and we're providing infrastructure for the Celo blockchain, like staking and Oracle infrastructure, but also our traditional telco infrastructure. And by traditional, I really mean traditional. Um, for example, for to factor authentications, we enable these services uh, for the Celo ecosystem, for a blockchain environment that can use our SMS infrastructure uh, to authenticate users on the blockchain. Yeah, how do you balance the potential benefits of decentralized business models with the challenges and risks that come with implementing them within a traditional telecommunications company? So, um, it's very complex uh, to say, it's really very complex. So, if you look at decentralized business models and the impact that they will have for us as, as a company, we need to find a way how to deal with basically what's happening on the decentralized side and how this impacts uh, our, let's say, focus on the decentralized approach, for example, to roll out infrastructure and also to, to, to manage certain services that are out of our hands to some extent, but we still want to control the user behavior. So it's really necessary that decentralized business models and centralized business models somehow find a way to coexist and that we can leverage both of them. This is really the key. It's not an easy answer. I mean, for sure, we have not figured it out. Um, fully to some extent. I mean, even the whole industry is now still looking into this one. Oh, wow, what's the impact for us? And we, but we are on, where, on the way to get there. And what are some of the problems that are choking up when these two systems are combined with each other? 
or very, very, very um, easy. It, it's different business interests and, and different, different customer engagement interests, for example, and also interests on how to deal now with uh, the complexity of this stuff. And so how do you measure the success of Deutsche Telekom's Web3 and blockchain initiatives? And what metrics do you use to evaluate their performance? So it's currently our main focus is really on the infrastructure uh, part to scale our um, staking business. So we're really looking into how can we scale our, our staking business. So we would measure it, for example, so for how, how many networks uh, we have um, that we're supporting on the staking side, how many assets uh, on the stake we have. So this would be, let's say, some of the trigger points. What are some things that you think you're unable to measure and some things that cannot be uh, shown through measurements? So some things that cannot be shown is, is really... Um, oh, hang on, I mean, actually most of the stuff, I mean, it is somehow measurable. It, it is measurable. Um, and you see it, I mean, with customer satisfaction, uh, you see how you differentiate yourself from others that are in this uh, ecosystem. What's, let's say, the unique story behind um, yeah, since other things. All right, so the last question for you is of a personal kind. What would you be doing in life if not this right now? Probably I would be somewhere in a nice area where there is a beach and there's some mountains and uh, stuff like that. Yeah.